Welcome to Girl We Gotta Talk. I'm your host, Elena Jakes. This podcast is a lifestyle and entertainment news podcast where I talk all about life struggles, the breakups, the makeups, business aspirations, and I am always having new guests on to discuss it all. Plus, I'm always giving you the latest on all things pop culture. So let's jump into today's episode because, girl, we gotta talk. Welcome back to Girl We Gotta Talk. Today I am joined by Jasmine Smith. She's a real estate agent living in Denver, a content creator, and most importantly, just a food lover, which is uh, how I fell in love with her TikTok. So Jasmine, welcome to the podcast. Thank you for having me. I'm really excited to have you on. I was just saying, um, I found Jasmine on my like for you, so random on my for you page and she was eating chicken nuggets and I felt like this was a girl that I needed to follow. So I'm really excited to have you on. If you want to do like a quick intro before we get started, um, go for it. Yeah. Um, I'm from Alaska originally. I live in Denver right now. I have moved around a lot. I, um, I've been doing real estate since I was 19. I'm 24 now. And I just recently got into TikTok like a year ago and like that's made me like get into content creation and like I started like my podcast and my YouTube and I'm trying to do more of all of that but it's really overwhelming when you also have a full-time job. Yeah you have a lot on your plate and I want to like get to all aspects of that in just a bit but real quick um, I like to do like rapid fire questions before we jump into everything so real quick what is your guilty pleasure meal? Um, McDonald's. Okay. <laughs> um, I eat so much McDonald's. It's actually ridiculous. What is your go-to fun fact about yourself? That I was on the prices, right? You were on the prices, right? Yeah. It's like, oh, that's... it's, it's always a good go-to and always, it's a good conversation starter. <laughs> yeah. That is, did, how did you do? Um, I went all the way to the showcase actually. Oh yeah, my I lost God. in the showcase, but I won my original game that like I, my, my game, I won my to get on, get on stage and I won my actual game when I was on there. So it was oh. a pretty exciting day. Hell yeah. And you met Drew Carey? Yeah. I literally hugged him and made him jump up and down with me because I was literally like the adrenaline that I had from this was insane. <laughs> I love that. What is the most interesting thing in your apartment? Um, oh my goodness. My gallery wall. Okay, it's okay. just a bunch of iconic 2000s pictures. I love it. Um, what is the last TV show you watched? Um, I started Suits um, last week and I've been really into that. Okay. And then the last one is, what is something that makes you happy? TV, any TV. Fair. Like TV is pure serotonin to me. <laughs> I love that. Cool. Okay. So we can jump into everything. So first I just wanted to address like we can talk about the whole McDonald's and the food thing because like I said, I found your TikTok of you just like chowing down on some McNuggets and I just was like, I like it. I'm into it. Okay. Um, but I feel like your content on TikTok is very like casual and I feel like TikTok is like all over the place with like dancing videos and casual and like funny videos and serious videos and makeup and all that. But I feel like on my For You page, it like has become very... Yeah, casual. And I like I like the aspect of it because I feel like a lot of other social medias are like so amped up and like over edited and can just be like a lot 
and you know overstimulating yeah but I like your TikTok and that like you are casual I feel like you're you talk to your followers as like your friends and it's just like a cool space so what like got you interested in TikTok to begin with so I actually lost my job I got laid off when COVID first happened I was living in Arizona at the time and I got laid off in April and I downloaded TikTok and I I had it and I watched videos then. But once I lost my job, I just really didn't care about anything because at that point, my job was like my identity. So I just started posting like 24-7 on TikTok because I was unemployed and you like couldn't get a job because everyone was trying to get a job. I just started posting on there and I really didn't get like a, I had like a decent follow. I had like 20,000 followers when I started this year. Um, And so now I just, I don't know, like the more I like, less I cared about stuff, the easier it was to grow on that platform. And it was just, it's like, like you said, like everything is so overstimulating and Instagram, I don't really ever feel good when I leave the app. Like I go into it and I want to scroll, then I I leave it. And I'm like, well, I didn't enjoy that. That was not fun for me. And TikTok, like if I go on there, I leave it. I'm like, oh, I had a good time. Like that was good for me, which is like why I continue to post on there. Yeah. No, I feel the same way about Instagram. Do you think that Instagram is going to like eventually fizzle out and die? Like, I feel like there's been talk about of that happening because we have platforms like TikTok and it's like, you're getting way more content on TikTok and it is like a happier space. I feel like. Oh yeah. It's way more content. I mean, I post on there like 10 times a day when I haven't posted on Instagram in over a month. Like it's just so different, but I just think it, there's like such different types of people. Like there's so many people that I know who refuse to download TikTok, but they watch the same videos a week later on Instagram. So I don't think, I think people are just comfortable in their spaces. So I feel like it won't die for that reason. And there's, it's just, it's like, even like when like someone starts something, they don't make a TikTok account for what they started They make a Instagram and a TikTok account for what they started. So I feel like it's just too, it's been too big for too long, but I don't, I'd be perfectly fine if it went away forever in my opinion. Why do people, yeah, I feel the same way with like, people are very cautious about getting TikTok. Like I think there's like a weird stigma with like getting TikTok and, you know, people tell me that it wastes my time and like, sometimes it does, like it kills some time, but I enjoy it. Like, yeah, Instagram can be a negative space. So exactly. like, if you're going to leave happier, then get the app. Like what? That's why I feel like it's fun. Like, I don't care about my screen time. Like I spend a ridiculous amount of time on the app, but I don't feel bad about it. So like it brought me joy versus like, if I spend an, an hour scrolling through Instagram, I'm not going to feel good afterwards. Totally. Totally. So I feel like it's like, eh, it is what it is. Yeah. Hey guys, today's episode is sponsored by Bruch. Bruch is an electric toothbrush that will change the way you think about brushing your teeth. With a powerful sonic technology and ultra gentle bristles, the Bruch redefines what it means to have super clean teeth. It's like that feeling when you just leave the dentist, like a fresh whole mouth clean, but it's every single day. So girl, we got to talk listeners get 15% off their total purchase with the code POD15. So follow the link in the show notes and enter the the code POD15 to get your exclusive discount and upgrade your oral care routine. So as far as like your followers go, do you feel like it is a positive space? Like, do you get a lot of like positive comments and like, how has that experience been? Cause like, I feel like you do share a lot of like bits and pieces of your life. So there's like, people feel like the need to judge. I mean, your life on the app, like, do you, yeah. how do you feel about like, how's that been for you? Honestly, I've been like pretty blessed when it comes to like my followers. Like 
I mean, my, I think a big part of it is like 91% of my following is women. And um, so like, I don't get like hating men in the comments, which I feel like a lot of negative comments that I see on like people that I follow's videos are from men. So like that's kind of takes away, but also, yeah, I mean, I get like negative comments here and there, but for the most part, people are like pretty nice to me, which also keeps me on the app. Um, but I don't think I say a lot of like controversial stuff. Like whatever I post is literally like just me or it's like related to TV. Yeah, so there's not like a lot to, I think there's a lot to argue with for the most part. Like the comments that I get, like whenever like I share things, um, it they tend to just be pretty positive, like that I validated someone's feelings or something like that. Yeah. I saw a video today actually is why I'm asking because she, this girl like posted on TikTok and she's like, Hey, I posted this TikTok and everyone was like super, super nice. And then I posted a reel on Instagram, the same video. And like, it's men, it's literally men hating for no reason. And I think it was like a body transfer. It was like, like this was my body in like March of 2020 and this is my body now and like I'm proud of that and like all these women on TikTok are hyping her up like yeah hell yeah you look great like tell me like how you did this and then she goes to her reels and it's like a bunch of men like fat phobe you know what I mean like fat comments oh it's terrible it's like worlds apart I, I don't understand why don't it's like understand. that, but it really is. And any transformation too like whether it's like losing weight getting your hair done doing whatever it's like oh you look better before or like look better without that. It's like, why do you care? Like, cause every single time the woman feels so good. And it's like, if they're happy, like, why do you feel the need to take that away or try to take it away? There's just like no need. Um, men are just so unhappy. I don't even know, but I, that's always what it is. It's the men. I, yeah. Okay. Common theme. It's the men. So yes, exactly. Um, cool. So as far as like your work goes, you were saying that you have like a lot on your plate, you do like a lot of different things in a lot of different roles. So can you kind of break down like what your day to day kind of entails like your nine to five, essentially? Yeah. Um, so I wake, I wake up, I work East Coast time. So I wake up around six normally each day. And I do like an hour of like content stuff before I start working. Then I work from seven to four. And on my lunch break, I normally also do content stuff. But the beginning of my day is normally like team meetings. And then I have on the phone a good chunk of the day. And then I have like consulting with different um, customers that I'm working with or clients. And so I have Zoom meetings for that. And then I have regular meetings for like my regular team. And then after work, I do content until I go to bed. Oh my God. Do you ever feel like burnt out? That just sounds like very, very. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's, so I, I do I have a podcast also and I do that um every single Sunday I put on an episode and like this past Sunday I'm like I didn't even prepare I was like I have nothing to talk about um I so I talked about being overwhelmed I'm like I am so overwhelmed right now and like it's Tuesday and I still haven't posted it because I've been so overwhelmed with like doing all these different things and I want to say yes to everything and it's like it's hard because like content I want to say yes to like I want to do that like that brings me joy my actual job I don't hate it but like I don't love it and I don't want to do it long term but like it, it pays the bills like while I'm trying to get my other stuff to pay me more so like it's like I have to just deal with being overwhelmed which is just like a difficult thing to do because I'm just it's exhausting yeah no and that sounds exhausting do you ever feel that you like put that pressure on yourself too to like complete everything and like do everything at once or do you feel like you've kind of found a balance with everything I have not found a balance. I've, I've been trying to find a balance for the past five years. Um, I like, <laughs> I'm very, very tough on myself and I always have been, and I always really need to like prove myself. And like, if I want to do something, I want to do it right. And I want to like do it like the best I can. So because of that, I end up like 
over promising myself and like I'm a yes man at my last job that I worked at before this one like everyone knew like if they need something they could ask me like no matter what day it was outside of hours whatever like I was going to say yes because like I just care so much about doing things but like that's come to like bite me in the ass because I'm exhausted 24 7 it's like what did I gain from that absolutely nothing most yeah. of the time but it's also like I I want to just do things at a high level so like I and I don't want to feel like I'm taking I'm not using my opportunity like TikTok if I don't post for like a day I'm like okay well I wasted the money I would have got from the creator fund or I wasted the brand deal I would have got from that or that whatever it is it's like I had this in front of me so I don't want to like waste it but also like I'm tired yeah. so it is finding a balance which I just haven't done yet but yeah. every single day I'm trying to get better at finding the balance I think that you're like I haven't found the balance in five years I think that that's like the tough part about especially our age, like you're in your twenties, right? Like, it's just such yeah. a weird, we're trying to be like the best versions of ourselves and like set mm-hmm. ourselves up for success. But like, in the meantime, like we're drowning. Like there are yeah. so many of my friends that have similar situations, like they're not on TikTok, but they have these work situations where they're yes men. And I don't know if it's like a thing that like women do, because I haven't talked to one guy that's like, I say, yes, oh, it's totally a woman thing it's I always say that with everyone I work with it's so weird that we feel the need to like make other people happy at the expense of our own happiness and my my really really good friend she works as like an event planner she's gonna kill me for talking about this but she's that person like she literally wakes up at like six in the morning and she doesn't go to bed till like 10 p.m because she's she's the girl that you said like you were where it's like hey can you do this real fast or like can you pick up my slack? And she's like, yeah, of course. And now everyone knows in the office, that that's the girl to go to if you have stuff to yes. do and get to. And now she's drowning in other people's work. And I'm like, you can't people take advantage of it. Yeah. Which is like so terrible. It's like, I'm like, like you get taken advantage of for being a good person. And it's like, yeah. why? It's a really, it's a hard line too, because you don't want to be and I was just talking to somebody else about like how, like how you come across in your job. Like, mm-hmm. uh, like would your friends like you at your job? And yeah, no. someone was like, no, because I'm a bitch. Like I'm very hardcore. Like my yep. emails are very straight to the point and like, they probably think I'm mean, but I have to be that way because if I'm not, then I'm the person that everyone throws their stuff on and I do get taken advantage of. And like, it's such a, you have to, it's so weird. It's like, you have to be a bitch to be respected, which is so messed up. Like, it's so true. Like at my past jobs, if I, if I wasn't, then like, I wasn't seen like as an equal with people who I was way more qualified than just because like I'm a woman, which is ridiculous, but that's just how like the corporate, like any workspace is like an entirety, which is ridiculous, but it, it is that way. And I feel like everyone's like, you have to grind, you have to do this. Like, toxic environment of like wanting to get somewhere but it's like do I even really want that like do I like the person that I'm working towards being like do I really want your life I I don't um which is what I've realized in the past like six months I'm like I don't want to be any of these people like yeah no and that's like such a harsh reality too because um for me so I work in marketing which is I mean I have a nine to five so I yeah. love the job but it's funny because I told myself when I graduated high school that I didn't want, I didn't want the nine to five. Like I didn't want the like desk job my whole life. And I didn't want to be stuck. So I had all these like aspirations of being certain things. Like I changed my mind on everything. And I eventually went into communications as, um, 
I went into communications in college and like really wanted to be like a broadcast journalist. And then that kind of shifted and like I found marketing and PR and I liked that. But like now I feel like I'm in that spot where I told myself like I didn't want to be and I'm feeling like, okay, well now what, you know? So as far as like goals that you have, like moving forward and like in your twenties, like you said, you don't want to be at this job forever. Like what, what are your goals like moving forward? I want to quit my job. Um, not because I don't like it. I just, I don't, I don't love it. And I don't, I hate spending time doing any, anything that doesn't bring me joy. I just don't feel like it's bringing me joy. And like, I want to do like content full time. Like that's, I'm planning to do that like by the end of the year. Um, but it's also hard to like devote the time that I need to after my full job every single day to like get to the point to where I can do it full time. So I kind of just like want to quit and just start doing it full time. Like if I have 40 hours a week that I don't have right now, I feel like I could grow so much quicker. But also like one thing that keeps me at corporate jobs, like insurance, like I don't like when you're like completely on your own, like having to pay for like actual insurance is like so terrible. And I just don't want to deal with that, which keeps me at my job. I probably would have quit a long time ago, like from many jobs, if it wasn't for that. Yeah. Cause that's a bold move to like drop what's, you know, helping you pay your rent and like insurance and things like that. But yeah, I feel like at the same time we're young and yeah, just do whatever makes you happy at that point. Right. Like yeah. I'm like the corporate, corporate world isn't going anywhere. Like if I decide to take a year off and like, try to like do whatever I'm doing, like, I don't think it would be difficult for me to like get back into a space if I wanted to. Um, but I don't want to regret not trying it because I wanted to spend my time in corporate. Like that's just not, I, I couldn't deal with that side of regret. I can deal with the other. I can't deal with that, that one. Yeah. Oh, that totally makes sense though. So do you have like any advice for people listening that are close to graduating college and like on the brink of like going into this like potential corporate world or like working in your 20s do you have any tips for them yeah there's so many things I wish I would have known like my biggest thing for one is that like first impressions like in the sense of how you do your work and when you work and setting boundaries like, cause if you say yes to something, literally your first day that was not within your realm of work and was not like included in your role, you just set the expectation that, that however long you're working there, you're willing to do that. And you can't take it back once you start, like once you take on different opportunities, there's no giving it back. You're stuck with it. And I think like I took so much, I take so much pride in my work and I always have. And at the end of the day, like no matter where you're working, like you can be killing it, but you're just a number. And it's, does you no good to go over the top? Like it benefits a company and it doesn't benefit you. Like you're not going to get the giant promotion you think you're going to get because you're putting in all these extra hours during the night. No, you're going to still get laid off when the company um, has to go down because of COVID. <laughs> like oh my God. The, people, the people who didn't work nearly as hard as I did, who didn't have nearly as good stats as I did, whatever it was, who got to stay in, I didn't. And I'm like, I did all of that for what? Like two years of my life, I was working my ass off and it wasn't even appreciated. Um, like, and I can't take that back. But when I got to go to a new job, I was so excited because I'm like, I get to reinvent myself. I get to set boundaries and be like, I'm not going to reply to you after five and actually stick to it. Cause I could, I tried to be like that and reset boundaries at my old job. And it's like, people already knew that I was going to reply. So they're going to message me afterwards. Then I'm going to have anxiety because you're messaging me and I'm not replying. So I'm like, I'm just going to reply anyways. So yeah. boundaries, I think are really important and knowing what's, what your, what your role really takes. And if, something isn't within your role like you need to have that conversation and like be stern with someone when you're first getting started because there's just no taking it back 
Yeah. Oh, that's so good though. Because I th- I hear this all the time. It's like, you're the whole, you're just a number thing. Like if you, if you walked away from your company, yes, you might be like a vital part of like your company's success, but they can easily hire you, like hire somebody yes. else for the same role. And they can probably do just as good as you. Um, and pay them less. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, I think that's a good like thing to know going in because I feel like in college, you're prepared for so many things, but you're not really prepared for like the corporate world. Like I didn't really know what I was getting into. And I did like internships and stuff, but nothing to the extent of like my job currently. And I feel like I went in kind of blind. Like I didn't really understand. Yeah. Like not responding to somebody at five, because then they're going to know that you answered after five and things like that. And, um, I think first impressions are huge. I think exactly what you said, those boundaries, but also show them that you know what you're doing and you're confident in yourself because as soon as you show that you're not, things can go a different way for you. So yeah, it's a scary world for people that are like graduating right now. So I felt like we need to help them out a little. Oh yeah, no, it's, it's not, it's not it. It's even scary just being in it years later. It's a fun fun place to be at, but also too, like, I wish I would have, like, as I'm, as I get new jobs, like I always like find the one person who there's always one person who knows everything, not just about the job, but about the company and about who you can trust and who you can't trust. I think it's really important to find out who that person is. Cause you can pretty much tell like your first day of work, who's in the know and like make friends with that person and find out who you can trust and who you can't, because there are plenty of people who will stab you in the back. And who you, if you tell something to, they will throw you under the bus and you like want to know that before it's, too, before you're actually th- thrown under the bus. So finding that person, I think has been super helpful for me with every role that I've been at. And I wish I would have done that in my previous roles. Cause I could have saved myself getting thrown under the bus for doing nothing. Yeah. That's a good tip too. I think like finding friends is also like goes along with that. Cause I think post-grad finding friends is like a very difficult thing to navigate when you like move to a new place for a job or you know move back home essentially like you're all alone again and it's like freshman year of college like all over again yeah well I didn't go to school so I never like had I didn't go to college so I never like made like my group of friends that like you normally make when you go to school but I move around all the time and I always have to make like I normally don't know anybody when I move somewhere it's like I have to make new friends every single time that I move and it's very weird to do and I'm always become best friends with my coworkers. because I'm like where else am I going to meet people like yeah. there's literally nowhere especially during COVID I'm like I'm not going out anywhere I'm not meeting anybody no friends for me I think it's just like a weird like you don't think about it like making friends as, a, as an adult no. um like you just feel like a child again and you're like how do I like how do I navigate that how do I do this how do I talk to people and then you overthink it because you're an adult yeah as a kid I was like, I'll say hi to anybody I you don't think twice about it I'm like now I'm like uh Am I weird? Do you think I'm weird? Um, just different, different areas. Yeah, it's very different. Um, so I wanted to talk to you about TV because I think that you like share a lot of the shows that you watch on your TikTok, and I feel like them the same way. Where, like, would you choose like a TV show over a movie? Absolutely. Yeah, I'm the same way, and I feel like I get a lot of hate for that. Like, so like okay, because I guess people's argument is like, you can watch a movie like faster like you can sit down and watch like an hour movie be done and like go on with your day but I I like the community like the feeling of like being a part of a show does that make sense oh yeah that's that's how I am too I literally say all the time I don't watch shows that aren't at least six seasons because I want to get so emotionally attached to the characters to where I feel like I'm a part of whatever's happening and I want to I get crushed when anything happens or I get super happy when something happens I want that feeling and like when I finish a show like I'm 
distraught because like, that, was, that was like my family for the past month that I was binging this now it's gone I know I like the last couple of shows I've watched I've really gotten like screwed over because they end up being like one or two seasons and I need to start checking before yeah I do research because I just finished a show I don't know if you've seen it um probably not if you watch six season shows because it's two but it's friends from college and it has like um oh I'm not gonna be able to remember anybody oh my god um who's in it it's like okay, the actress from like How I Met Your Mother, and then it's like oh, I feel like I I feel like I did watch watched it, and I saw that it got canceled, and I stopped watching it. Okay, well, I didn't see that, and I watched it through through season two, and I thought there was like oh one- yes, I just looked it up. I did I did watch it, and then I saw that it didn't get renewed, and I stopped because I was like I can't handle it. You're so I smart. Open I, endings. I like I need to know what like I don't want to wonder and like make up my own idea of what happened. I'm like, I want to know what you planned on writing. And like, that was not a show for it to be canceled because I just like, we, I didn't get any of those answers. Yeah. Um, and it was like a decent show. So it's gonna, yeah. Okay. But what are like some of the last couple of shows that you've watched? Um, like, what would you recommend? Yeah. Um, I just finished watching a show that's like my new favorite and it's only one season. I don't do short season shows, but it's, it's got renewed for season two. Okay. It's called Love Life and it's on um, HBO Max has Anna Kendrick in it, which I'm not a big fan of. I think she's kind of annoying, but I, I didn't even notice that I thought she was annoying in this show because I was so into it. It's a rom-com, but it's a rom-com TV show. And it's like her not finding her person, basically. It's like, I think it's like 10 episodes, but they're only like 25 minutes each, um, but really good. Um, I was like, I I was like an emotional roller coaster going through it because I felt so attached to the character. I didn't even care that it was one season because of it. But I've made like everyone on TikTok, not everyone on TikTok, but like I keep making everyone watch it because I wanted to talk about it with people. <laughs> yeah. I've gotten no negative reviews about it. So that's a big one for me that I just finished. Well, it was short, but yeah, season two is coming out. And then I also just finished 13 seasons of this show called Heartland. It's a Canadian drama. I like ra- it randomly started by itself on by Netflix one day. And it's like this sounds weird to say a horse show but it, it's like it is like this family who like, is on a ranch and like they have yeah. horses whatever and there's more to it than that but like it's 13 seasons and it's still on tv like it's still filming so it's a very long show but you can so you get very attached to the characters like this person started out when she was in high school and now she's like married with kids yeah see that's what I need because I just recently finished Gilmore Girls which I know I'm so late I love Gilmore Girls but I like started it like at the beginning or the end of college and then like I did not have time for it and like I was like okay this is my time to finish it and that was nice because it's like seven seasons so I knew like I had time and I could like invest and I didn't have to get my heart broken and then I watched the did you see the like reboot on that no I didn't I didn't watch it yeah, like I just I wouldn't watch it because and I I I didn't want to, but then I was like, I mean, it's right here on my screen. It's telling Curiosity. me. And yeah, it was kind of a letdown. I don't know. That's what TikTok told me. That's why I didn't watch it. People were like, I'm frustrated. I'm like, okay, I'm not gonna do it. Yeah, it's just weird because like Rory is I don't have to get into it really, but like Rory is like this perfect student and like the whole show is like her going through like all these successes and then it's very much the opposite in this reboot and I'm like what is going on like everything I know is nothing like I don't know yeah this doesn't line up it doesn't match and it was just not the same show so but yeah I just wanted to get your like thoughts on some shows I feel like oh I just started the circle the sec okay I didn't watch the first season of the circle for some reason I just it started the second season for me 
Have you watched any of that? I haven't watched it. I don't watch any reality TV because I don't feel connected to people. Cause like, I, cause like, mm-hmm. I like the fake shows. Cause like, it's, I feel like it's like a deeper connection. Like real people, I'm like, you just, well, especially when it's reality, I'm like, I just find you so fake that I can't connect with you anyway, for the most part. It's like, I haven't tried it. I mean, I've seen some reality TV shows here and there, but I haven't started that specifically because I'm just, I like my characters that, that are fake. I like the, like the little world that I live in when I'm with them. Yeah, I haven't heard anyone say that. That's like a very interesting point though. Well, I think too, with like reality TV, I know that most of it is not reality, but yeah. the entertainment aspect and that's why I get sucked into it. But yeah, yeah. This, like, the circle started, I've seen it on like TikTok and stuff and I was like, yeah. this is junk. Like it did not look good to me. People keep asking me to watch it. I'm like, guys, I'm not watching it. <laughs> it's interesting. It's like a good, like in the background show, like, yeah not really having to pay attention to it but yeah I just need I need a new show now and maybe I'll watch Heartland because that seems like a really good one I just need to not get heartbroken by it ending uh, immediately like yeah everything I've been watching I, I watched Firefly Lane I thought that was pretty good and I, that- I liked that show I but- watched that really fast too have you seen um um Big Little Lies and Little Fires Everywhere yes at the beginning of quarantine I was like done yeah, so good. Um, there's another one that's um, little fires but- everywhere. Like that one hurt though because that's just a one and done. Oh, I was I was so upset that I didn't know it was a one and done when Me I started either, it. And I googled I it. I normally do research, but that one started playing on its own on my TV. So I was like, oh, cool, this is this is awesome. And then I was like, oh my gosh, there's no more. Like when it ended, I was like, I was like googling so quickly. Yeah. I, was like, I need I need more information. I've never um, been more upset by a show like ending like that like I literally ran to google and I was like when is the second season coming out and it was like it did not get renewed they're not doing it yeah I was very disappointed it was so good there's another one that's similar to that um well, not similar to it but like if you like those you probably like these um it's called shoot um there are two, it's two there's two Netflix ones that are they're like like a little bit corny but like Gilmore Girls type corny kind of thing where like it's not I, one that um, just came to mind was Dead to Me. That one was like a really good one I liked with um, Christina Applegate. I don't think I've watched that yet. That's a pretty I, good I one. I have it like written down on my thing. What is this freaking show called? This is going to drive me insane. Um, I'm going to find it. Okay. I just, and I'm like, look, I like, I like a good movie, but I have to be really, I have to be persuaded. The trailer has to be good. And yeah. I have to be in the mood. Like, it's just like, you have to be in a different mood for a movie than you are a show you know yeah definitely have you seen um uh the bold type or younger I've started both of those okay. but I never, like I didn't get into it yet and like maybe I they like a lot of shows like that I feel like they don't start off super great because like they're not sure if they're gonna get renewed and then once they do get renewed then they start investing more into it and then the show gets better um those end up both going like six seasons and they end up being a lot of stuff happens but they are, are a little bit slower slower when you first start yeah I've heard really good things so I just maybe I'll just get into those because I need I need just a new oh the show is called Virgin River okay yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I've heard good things my mom actually watched that and she was like you're you'll love this um yeah it was good <laughs> same with like Heart of Dixie I feel like those are like the same oh I loved Heart of Dixie I I, I binged that forever ago like so fast <laughs> same with um there's another Netflix one that's called um Sweet Magnolias that mm-hmm. one's good yeah I feel like those are all the same vibe like very yeah very exactly like they're pretty feel good but kind of still interesting but a little bit corny yeah I like it I like it 
do you have like any movie recs or are you just like literally don't watch any movies the only movies i watch are rom-coms and i only watch like older rom-coms not older but like 2000s rom-coms i don't, I don't even know i couldn't even name a recent rom-com I've been watching like all the 90s rom-coms. I feel like they're yes. starting to come up on Netflix. Like Sleepless in Seattle is yep. really good. And then- They added Notting Hill on there too. They added a lot of them on there. I need to watch that one. Wait, I'm blanking on this one. It has Sandra Bullock in it. Oh, the proposal? Or like the one- um, um, it's a is, 90- it a, is it a 90s one? Yeah. God, it was so good. I literally like cried. It was so good shoot oh no movie um it's gonna trying to think of what other rom-com she's oh while you were sleeping i don't think i've seen that you need to see it is so good it's like about this is like this is now my like top five movie it's basically like this guy like she works at a train station she sees this guy like go on the train every single day she has like this mad crush on him he falls onto the tracks and goes into a coma and basically like his family thinks that she's the girlfriend and so she plays along this whole time and there's like a lot more to that but it is oh wow that sounds like a good plot though yeah it is very very good like oh my god i can't even express it i forgot about that i'll add it to my list 1995 yeah so i've been watching like 90s rom-coms but they did really good, a really good job with 90s rom-coms and early 2000s. Like those, yeah. they did a good job. I they don't no make complaints. rom-coms like those anymore, you know? No, they really don't. It's really disappointing. That's why I just recycle them. But like, they're so good that I don't even care that I'm rewatching them. The kissing booth, like it's just not, it's not. It's the not, that is a terrible, like it's, I mean, I watched it like, and I will continue. I'll, when the new one comes out, I'll probably watch it. There's a third one. It's like, this is corny. I was like, I don't want a high school rom-com. I want like a mid to late 20s rom-com but i also like at the same time it's like there are have been some like high school rom-coms like from like the 90s that are good um like why can't they bring that energy back it's just so different it's just not the same and i don't know why and also when they do those high school rom-coms it's like so unrealistic it is and it's just cringy i'm like yeah we wouldn't i'm like who's writing for this show because no one in high school would have done this or would do this currently oh my gosh that make did you see Ginny and george yes that's what i was thinking of was that stupid snapchat i'm like no one would do that like no one would do that like make it stop just thinking i was like it's like happy friday i'm like literally never never everything that most of those not no even just that 100 i'm like everything that he did in that movie he would i mean that show he would have been bullied at any school i don't care what school it would have been like that would not have flied i don't care like that is weird break into dance like in the yes and tap dancing of all dancing right like let's be real here no um i thought that was that was a decent show other than the hunter aspect yeah um that's getting renewed i think that's gonna be yeah i saw that it did get renewed it did yeah i saw it on tiktok i was like it's where i get all my news (laughs) good um one really good show i'll recommend like last show i'll recommend is the wilds on Amazon. Someone told me on TikTok to watch that, um, but I haven't done it yet. That was one like, where I watched it in like two days. 
I have like a long list of shows people have like recommended, but whenever I finish a show, normally one just starts automatically on my TV afterward. Then like, if it's good, I end up finishing it. So I never actually get to my list of shows. Yeah, that's fair. No, that's literally the same way. Cause my boyfriend is a big movie guy and like, he'll always recommend something. And I'm like, he's like, you don't, you never like go to the list. You never look. I'm like, well, as soon as I finish Netflix hands me one that I know that I'll like, like, yeah, I so love I, the algorithm. Right. So I just do that. But what kind of movies does he like? He likes all, I mean, I'm about to watch another movie with him that's like a little intense. It's like a, a war movie, maybe like not a war movie, but like there's a lot of guns and violence in it. Yeah. And sometimes I can't handle that. And sometimes I can. Um, he loves a good like Marvel movie, which I. I've never seen anything Marvel at all ever. I never would have if I wasn't dating him, but some, those are like, I can handle those like Star Wars movies. Like I can't handle those. I don't like never watch that either. Get into it. Marvel's like, there's a comedic aspect to it and I can, you know, deal yeah. with that. Um, or just like comedies. Like I just watch like random stuff, but he's pretty much the only reason I do watch movies. Like I'm the TV. Yeah. Like I wouldn't watch a single movie if I wasn't dating him. Okay. Well, I think that's pretty much today's episode. Do you want to let everyone know where they can follow you, find you, um, all of that good stuff? Yeah. My, all of my social media is just jazzy. I don't know. It's with it's three Z's and jazzy and it's IDK, not actually, I don't know. Hopefully that makes sense. And then my podcast is called bringing baggage and it's on everything. So what is your pod real quick? What's your podcast about? Yeah. Um, I randomly just started a podcast during, um, like a couple months ago just because one person asked me to do it on tiktok i was like if one person asked me to do anything i'll basically do it um but it's basically i go on like tiktok live every week and i ask for a topic and whatever topic i feel like comes from it i go i just talk about that um i did an episode on like being single um one on depression and anxiety um on moving and making new friends um so whatever whatever comes up that's just what we go with yeah i love that i love that super relatable stuff too Cool. Yeah. So uh, be sure to follow Jasmine on all those socials and I will tag you and everything. So um, definitely check her out. But thanks for coming on here. It was so fun talking. Thanks for having me. I love talking about TV. I know. I probably could have gone like way longer on that, but I don't want to bore people. Um, (laughs) But yeah, definitely listen to all those and I will list, I'll, or definitely watch all those and I will oh, I have them written down I'm gonna look into I'm gonna have a movie weekend this weekend like okay, it's supposed to snow, snow here so I will be in front of the tv again oh my god snow in May I don't know how I feel about yeah, that yeah I don't love it that's for sure <laughs> I don't love it well thank you so much for coming on again be sure to follow Jasmine and all the socials like I said um, and be sure to follow girl we gotta talk podcast on Instagram Facebook Twitter TikTok and uh, watch full episodes on YouTube. But yeah, thank you guys so much for listening. Bye.